Well, hello everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Mustard Seed Leadership Podcast. We are on a journey called 10 Questions to Ask Yourself as a Leader. Comes out of Dudley Daniel's first leadership manual called Leading the Church in the first chapter. And we're up to question number seven. And the question is simply this, are you a carer or are you a shepherd? This speaks to the heart of a leader, whether we really are leading from a place of loving and caring or just doing it as a job. In 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 2, Peter said this, he said, be shepherds of God's flock that is under your care, watching over them, not because you must, but because you're willing as God wants you to be, not pursuing dishonest gain, but eager to serve. Now those three big words, shepherds, shepherds, care, and serve. These are the three big things. This is speaking to the heart of a leader. So what is a shepherd? Well, simply put, one who cares for sheep. Now, we didn't get to choose our animal top. The Bible's quite clear. God looks at us as the sheep of his pasture, and we know that sheep need a shepherd. And so the second then question is, are you moved with compassion when you see the sheep facing life's problems? Now, this is the big test. I know what it's like as a shepherd to get to the place where you're looking at people's problems with irritation and not compassion. The true test, God wants us to be at a place where we shepherd from compassion. Jesus was amazing. Uh, it says in Matthew chapter 9, verse 36, when he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. And the true test of a shepherd's heart is are you able to still keep looking at sheep and their problems and their needs with compassion rather than irritation? Does that mean uh, do you encourage them? Are you admonishing, praying for, visiting, rejoicing with, weeping over and bearing the burden of the sheep? Thirdly then, shepherds, shepherding rather, demands serving as well as ruling. The two sides, remember the shepherd had his crook and he had his staff, one used for correction, one used for guarding. And in the same way as shepherds, we need to know when to use both. Back in 1 Peter 5 verses 2 and 3, serving as overseers, not because you must, but because you are willing, eager to serve, not lording it over those entrusted to you. Good shepherds know when each is required. When should we be serving? When should we be ruling? And even when you're ruling, it should should still be a part of serving. Fourthly, then one of the key principles of leadership is a willingness to be a servant. This comes out so much in what it means to be a true shepherd. Sheep pick up in the heart of a true shepherd. A hireling is one who does something because they paid for it. A true shepherd is one who has a servant heart who loves God and wants to serve God by serving his people. In 2 Corinthians 6 verses 3 and 4, Paul says, We put no stumbling block in anyone's path so that our ministry will not be discredited. Rather, as servants of God, we commend ourselves in every way. I love the way Paul saw himself so clearly. I'm a servant of God. That's who I am. That's why I do what I do. Now, remember, shepherding was not a glamorous task. In fact, it was seen, if we remember King David, he was the youngest child. He wasn't even considered a son when when, uh, his father was asked to bring out his sons. He just neglected the younger. So, and he was the shepherd. Shepherding wasn't a glamorous title. We like to call people pastor, shepherd, but actually, biblically, that wasn't a, a fancy title. It was seen as the lowest of the low, left for the servant or left for the youngest child. But David saw himself as a shepherd. Paul saw himself as a serving shepherd. Fifthly, then, we must always maintain a servant attitude even when our team is large and we are leading it. Now, this can be the danger sometimes. The the thinking of the world would be the more you climb, remember that hierarchical type thinking, if you become more important, then surely you should serve less. Biblically, once again, it's completely the opposite. In fact, the more you want God to use you, the more influence you have, the greater your serving responsibilities become. 
Jesus was very clear about that in Matthew 23, 11 and 12. He said, The greatest among you will be your servant, for those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. In other words, we never outgrow serving. In fact, the more responsibility, the more influence, the more we should give ourselves towards serving uh, the Lord. And we serve the Lord by serving His people. And then sixthly, all of us will be given opportunities by God which we can choose to avoid or to be trained by. This is critical. I was speaking to someone recently who felt such a calling of to full-time Christian service and was agonizing through his job, waiting to be promoted in terms of the kingdom. And I just try to encourage him through my own testimony. That's not how it works. In fact, God is looking now. How are you handling your responsibilities in so-called secular employment, in the factory, wherever it might be? Because that is revealing your heart and is it ready to be promoted into the future? If you look at some of the Old Testament biblical characters, David, He was a harp player. He was a shepherd before he was a king and a giant slayer. Joseph, remember, he was a slave. He was a prisoner before he was the ruler in Egypt. Moses, shepherd in the wilderness before he was leading God's people across the desert. Elisha, first he was attending, he was a servant to Elijah before he became this great prophet. Samuel, serving Eli in the temple as a young boy before he was one of Israel's greatest prophets. When we are found faithful and trustworthy, then greater responsibility and privilege follows. Luke chapter 16 verses 10 to 12, it says, Whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much, and whoever is dishonest with very little will also be honest with much. So if you have not been trustworthy in handling worldly wealth, who will trust you with true riches? And if you've not been trustworthy with someone else's property, who will give you property of your own? So here's the challenge. Are you really a carer? A carer, someone with a true shepherd heart who cares for God's people. Personally, I find it's It's sometimes easy to be consumed and distracted by the pressure of sermon preparation or the busyness of church business can consume you and take all of your focus and then the sheep become an irritation rather than the primary focus, the ones we should be loving and caring for. And John chapter 21 verse 16, remember the words uh, that Jesus said to Peter once he disowned him and now Jesus was calling Peter back into ministry. And in uh, chapter 21 verse 16, again Jesus said, Simon son of John, do you love me? And he answered, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And so Jesus said, take care of my sheep. I believe one of the greatest expressions of our love for Jesus is loving his people, caring for his people, the ones that he has paid for. So let me leave you with a couple of questions just to ponder. Number one, take a moment and reflect. Does your life reflect the heart of a loving shepherd? When people see you, are they seeing a loving shepherd in you? Secondly, in what ways do you become distracted from caring for people? Just like I was talking about sermon preparation, busy, all of these things. Are you sometimes distracted from our primary focus of loving and caring for people? And then thirdly, what can you adjust in your attitude or daily routines to make shepherding more of a central focus of your life? Jesus was wonderful. Even in his busyness, even in the interruptions, he was ministering, caring, and loving for people. So I hope that helps. Are you a carer? Are you shepherd-hearted? Next week, we're going to be looking at the question, are you a faith person? But until then, may the Lord bless you hope it's helpful and look forward to seeing you then bye for now thank you for listening to this week's episode remember if you'd like the notes that come along with this episode or any one of our past episodes you can visit outlookchurch.co.za forward slash mustard seed leadership where you can see all our past episodes all the resources and notes that go along with this until next time keep growing